lives have become a living sacrifice for the evolutionary process that we're all involved in. And today, for the healing that is now so necessary, so necessary after the events of last week. I thought today we must face it face to face the clear and present danger that's at hand. This is sometimes difficult for those who've been trained and have embodied the magnificent teachings of the science of mind as Barbara. We're eager to jump immediately to the realization of truth because we know, we do know, that the truth does set us free from every apparent sense of separation that suggests hatred, fear, and violence. We have learned, however, in more recent years through our own evolutionary process, that identifying the problem does assist us in getting clear about our purpose. Then the next step we come to is a logical awareness with great clarity about the good we seek to realize because we're seeking to realize good here, aren't we, people? So communities such as what takes place here at Trinity is an essential blessing at a time like this. True community is when we come together in good times and not so good times and express our authentic selves. That's community. True community is an expression of common unity. Community common unity. Yes, community is where we feel safe enough that at any time we can laugh all of our laughter and safe enough to cry all of our tears. Hill Gibran says that's an aspect of love. Since childhood, we've been taught about community, the common unity, that which exists amongst all people. Remember the song that maybe you sang in your Sunday school class when you were a child? Red and yellow, black and white, they're all precious in his sight. In his sight. The his of our childhood that sees all humanity as precious. We've now relocated that his, that him, that God that looks down upon us. We've relocated it and we've placed it in the very center of our own being. It's no longer outside of us, but it's an indwelling presence that's looking through us. We've 
evolved in consciousness, people, and now we do know that the highest God and the innermost God is one God. It's one and the same. We now recognize that the God of love, light, wisdom, peace, harmony, is at the very center of our being. We've got to unleash it. We boldly proclaim that whatever is true about the presence, the first cause, is the indwelling of all being and is the truth about all being, is the inherent nature of all being. In truth, There is nothing that is lacking this essence of the divine. In fact, it can be systematically and mathematically and scientifically traced back to the fundamental cause of the inanimate and the animate. So even in a safe place where we embrace the life-enhancing teachings of spiritual principles, we do realize it takes practice, practice, practice every day of our lives in order to keep fresh before us our moments of high resolve that Howard Thurman speaks about. So I just want to remind you and be reminded of some of the wisdom of Ernest Holmes is taught in the science of mind. Others have shared his teachings as well this morning. He said, to desert the truth in the hour of need is to prove that we do not know the truth. He says, when things look the worst, that is the supreme moment to demonstrate to ourselves that there are no obstructions to the operation of truth. So let's take this truth we embrace here and practice it daily using prayer and meditation as the tools that will reveal to us what each one of us is called do in an active way to participate in the next step of planetary evolution that Reverend Marsha spoke about. Do something. Let us continue to affirm let there be peace on earth and goodwill toward all Another thing that Dr. Holmes gifted us when he started to talk about the fundamental beliefs of our philosophy. He says, we believe the ultimate goal of life to be a complete freedom from all discord of every nature, and this goal is sure to be attained by all. Now that's big. That's very big. And 
to digest it at a time like this that the scored and this freedom is going to be attained by all well let's just reflect briefly on the life of John Newton you all probably are familiar with his name by now a successful slave trader of the 1700s successful he wrote the hymn that we're also familiar with amazing grace you see his spiritual conversion when he got it when he got it that we are one something happened within him he said i once was lost but now i'm found i'm blind but now i see my favorite words are oh how precious did that grace appear the hour i first believed the implication there is far reaching because it means that at the spiritual level all is in perfect order right now Ernest Holmes says there's no process of healing <laughs> but he says there's a process in healing and that means the incremental time it takes the study and the practice and the prayer and the meditation but it's always been there in the moment the self same hour we get it it's demonstrated and we call that an instantaneous healing we call it a miracle so as a community let's be willing just willing to face any and all erroneous concepts and false beliefs that may be long buried within us sometimes we don't even know yeah. hidden beliefs is what we call them. we teach our students you don't have to go looking for them just pray and meditate they'll surface they'll surface and when they're surface that's a profound opportunity but sometimes it scares the bejeebies out of us and we rush back into ourselves and cover it all up again maybe that's what our nation has been doing over generations we get an inkling of the truth marches in in the 60s and what have you we get an inkling and it scares the bejeebies out of us because we're called to unleash that inner splendor that is the truth about us and we look so different we're so unique It scares us and we rush back in so are we willing to let that collective unconscious arise once and for all that we may all be healed that we may bathe and bask in the consciousness of truth about unity about love about harmony and thereby let it dissipate anything unlike the truth you see 
what we're facing in our nation is not a black issue or a white issue. It is a collective issue of hurt and shame that has been passed down through generations. The wars that continue to be waged between nations in the name of religion is born out of ignorance. For truly there is a common unity that exists between all world religions. And we need to search no further than what we call the golden rule, or in science of mind, we can call it the law of reciprocity. It's simple. Just do to others the same as you do to yourself. God bless us all. While y'all were speaking, I thought of uh, something that my uh, a dear friend of mine, he's a real old-timer named Charlie, just a simple, simple dude. He said, God will move a mountain, but you better bring a shovel. Pray without cease and pack a shovel. This ain't coming from no prophet. I'm just an ordinary one. But when I close my eyes, I see the way this world shall be when we all walk hand in hand. Bring a shovel. When the last child cries for a crust of bread. When the last man dies for just words that he said. When the shelter over the poorest head. We shall be free. When the last thing we notice is the color of skin. And the first thing we look for is the beauty within. When the skies and the oceans are clean again, we shall be free. Whoa, we shall be free. We shall be free. Stand straight. 
Walk proud, cause we shall be free. When we're free to love anyone we choose, when this world's big enough for different views, when we all can worship from our own kind of pews, we shall be free. We shall be free. We shall be free. Yes. Hold on. Have a little faith, y'all. We shall be free. And when money talks for the very last time and nobody walks a step behind when there's only one race and that's humankind we shall be free yes we shall be free we shall be free I said now hold on We shall be free, yes, we shall be free, oh, we shall be free, we shall be free. Thank you. All right. Um, before we go much further, I just want to take a moment and acknowledge our speakers that joined us this morning on very short notice, um, but it was very moving for them all to say absolutely and be here, and I would like for you to express your gratitude to them. accept and practice my gift to witness and be an indivisible, indivisible part of the loving energy, harmonious light, and boundless wisdom of presence, transcending from the ethereal heavens to the physical realm of the human journey. I know it is my oneness with all of the divine's attributes which, which strengthens my ability to accept and practice the transcendence of God throughout all of creation and through all of humanity. I affirm the loving energy and wisdom of spirit expressing in, as, and through all of humankind expands the awareness. Every individual is a demonstration of the loving potential of God. I affirm the potential for every individual to accept and practice 
his or her ability to acknowledge and be in awe of the living energy of spirit individualizing into form as all people at all times as the endless unconditional love of presence coming to life to evolve, express, express and be embraced by all of humankind, I affirm the attention of the Most High is to express love, life, liberty, and joyful harmony through all people, and I live this intention fully. I accept and practice the divine love, energy, and wisdom I am by acknowledging the innate presence of God within all people, and by being the living example of presence, of love, and support for those who do not practice this simple truth. I know any idea of injustice, hate, racism, sexism, homophobia, transphobia do not exist within the loving mind of God and therefore cannot and do not exist within me. I live in oneness with loving spirit. Therefore, I live in oneness all of life. I affirm my knowing of these beliefs are healing. I know my love is so bodacious, so brilliant and bountiful that I overcome all fear. I know divine guidance and direction guides to act with it with faith and conviction as I am making my demand upon this divine spiritual law. I accept my path to live as my divinity expressing and receiving unconditional love, joy, and acceptance to all who cross my path. I affirm my tears for any senseless loss of life are a reflection of the ocean of the loving acceptance of spirit for all humanity to be expressed, embraced, and actualized, actualized as their unique divinity. From this knowing, I open the floodgates of my heart and blanket the world in unconditional love and joy and a consciousness of gratitude for knowing these words have taken root and are now forming effortlessly within the creative energy of mine. I release them into the universe knowing they are so, and so it is. John Crawford III, Eric Garner, Yvette Smith, Denitra Hamilton, Jordan Baker, Linwood Lambert, Ryan Stokes, Barrington Williams, Carlos Alcise, Dion Flood, Jonathan Farrell, Kimani Gray. Well, we're hurting today. We're hurting from grief, shock, even anger. And we come together every Sunday morning and we affirm our individual and collective oneness with the loving energy of boundless source. We affirm and recognize this oneness in each other and in all who share this magnificent journey with us. 
yet we're hurting today. We gather in our lovely and loving center every Sunday, set our intention to be the activity of God, operating in right and perfect order, to assist in the evolution of divine consciousness at this time on this plane of action to expand the evolution of divine good and harmony for all. We live as a community dedicated to our oneness with Source and all of humanity. We consistently reach out to those who are in need in, of some form of unconditional love and kindness who may or may not share in our dedication to our knowing and belief of oneness. We are hurting today. We are hurting today. Next question. Eric Harris, Walter Scott, Freddie Gray, Orlando Castillo, Alton Sterling. Jamar Clark, India Kager, Christian Taylor, Sam DeVos, Sandra Bland, Vicarious Randolph. We are hurting today as a result of the events unfolding last week, events which are a complete 180 of our spiritual beliefs and intentions. We are hurting today as a result of learning yet another set of parents lost their child, another sibling lost their brother or sister, another expression of the divine. One of us has lost their life, which is in a completely unnatural way and contrary to all we hold sacred. Yes, we are hurting today. And for that deep pain of sorrow and sadness that we are all experiencing, I have chosen to express my gratitude. Yes, my gratitude. You see, the sorrow and the sadness that we feel is a demonstration of the tremendous love, compassion, concern, and faith that we choose to live within. It is a demonstration that within you, you are experiencing a loss of a part of you at the physical level that you might not have ever known. Yet at the spiritual level, you are keenly aware of the tapestry of your oneness with Source and everyone on our planet has been pulled and torn one too many times. I am grateful your individual ability to witness the atrocities of our society and know like you know like you know there is a better way. There is a better way. We are hurting today. Michael Crow, Kiami, Livingstone, Larry Eugene Jackson Jr., Miriam Carey, Tyrone West, 
Chavez Carter, Dante Price, Duane Brown, Irvin Jefferson, Jersey Green, Johnny Kamahi Warren, Justin Slip. In the Science of Mind, Dr. Holmes wrote, Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. He said, Faith is a mental attitude so embodied that the mind can no longer deny it. We are hurting today as a result of the events last week. What we want to get clear about is they did not challenge our faith. Those events did not challenge our faith or by any means diminish it. We are hurting today because the events of the last week brought to the forefront of our consciousness that through our faith we have much, much, much more work to be done. That's the thing about faith. Faith reinforces our spiritual intentions and beliefs. Faith allows us the gift to feel pain, to feel grief, to feel compassion, and then it allows us to utilize those very same unpleasant feelings as a springboard to further our awareness and experience. Being, actually being, the activity of God in this moment, in this lifetime. You want to live as the spiritual being you have come to this journey to be? You can't just have faith when life is going good and the new cycle is not eventful. You've got to live your lives, live your faith when life is not sowing, going so good. When we are hurting as we are hurting today. You've got to live, actually live your faith when you know like you know like you know like you know. There is someone standing in front of you, posting to Facebook, who is supposed to be a government official representing all of us, who wants to express hate towards you because of the color of your skin, the gender of the person you love, the spiritual belief system you choose to follow, the gender that you align with. And you have to look that person in the eye Look them in the eye without, without, without equal contempt, fear, or disdain, and put into practice the teachings of the Master Teacher Jesus. And he said, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. Now that's some audacious faith right there. Don't you know, we're all hurting today because we're all practicing the audacity of faith. So I don't have a funny story for us today. I don't have this humorous parable to make a point. The truth is I have not been and uh, let's tell a funny story kind of aura of energy since the shooting in Louisiana last week. Now, I did some research after hearing about the second shooting of a child of God, the second shooting that occurred last week, this child that had parents, that had siblings, this child that is a significant part of our tapestry of oneness. And in my research, what I wanted to find out, I just wanted to know for myself, 
because I am kind of a numbers guy from time to time. I wanted to know the number of expressions of source individualizing as black persons of color, African Americans. This is why I prefer expressions of spirit. I wanted to determine if there was a record of just how many have been killed, lost their lives in an unarmed confrontation with police from around the country. And I was able to find a website. The website had records that went back to the mid-80s. And the number that they reported was over 450. And when I looked at the list of names from just the year 2000 to present day, the number is 105. And the names that you have been hearing and will continue to hear for just a little bit longer throughout our service today are those 105 names and the names of the five police officers from Dallas who were also taken from us senselessly as they served to protect the lives of others. If we attempted to read all 450 names today, we'd have to order in lunch. So those 110 names that you're hearing, the daughters, the brothers, the sisters, the husbands and wives, 110 expressions of spirit. Each name you hear represents four other names. Let that sink in. The audacity of faith is a divine longing for you to do affirmative prayer, visualization, affirmation for the expression of love and compassion to all of humanity and not for the ending of violence. Let us focus on our spiritual intention and not on the opposite effects. To live our faith without exception. You look at your affirmation card this week, it's from the spiritual guru, Lisa Nichols, who said, when your clarity meets your conviction and you apply action to the equation, your world will begin to transform before your eyes. We want you to go and protest. We want you to call your government representatives. We want you to apply action to your conviction and faith so that you, just little old you, are living and being the activity of God in the here and now. That you, just little old you, are understanding that this is your time, your right, your moment, your divine birthright to facilitate a greater expression of consciousness. And we want you to do this not as a fearful or angry person of color, black, African-American, woman, or member of the LBGTQ community. We want you to do this as the expression of the loving power and energy of God that you are right now on this planet. Tomorrow, let us heal. Let us heal through our activity. Ayana Jones, Michael Smith, Dan Roy Henry, Derek Jones, 
Stephen Eugene Washington, Kawani Carrington, Oscar Grant. Michael Beckwith said, today, refuse to see yourself as a recipient of negative vibrations or as a victim of subtle or gross influence around you. Practice broadcasting the high vibrations of your inner radiance, remembering all the while that, that they place upon you that where you stand right now is sacred because you are standing there. Sacred because you are standing there. Don't let the events of the last week go unheard. This is a calling to you. They were a calling to you. They were a calling to me. They combined with Orlando every other event such as these that we have done or have experienced. They have gone unheard. And they will continue to go unheard until each person here accepts their role as being that activity of God, knows their role is to come forward and say, not in my time. It's over in my time. Follow that? for our offering, I've asked for a special song from Sherry Hinley. So if the ushers would come forward, if they're coming forward, let you and I do our affirmation, our offering affirmation. Infinite mind, in as and through me, blesses and multiplies my offering. Blesses and multiplies my offering. It does its good and perfect work. It does its good and perfect work. And returns to me and returns to me multiplied abundantly. Multiplied abundantly. Somewhere over the rainbow we are There's a land that I heard of once in a lullaby. Somewhere over the rainbow, skies are blue. that you dare to dream really do come true 
Someday I'll wish upon a star and wake up where the clouds are far behind me. Where troubles melt like lemon drops away above the chimney tops. That's where you find me. So. Birds fly over the rainbow. Why then, oh why can't I? If happy little bluebirds fly beyond the rainbow, why, oh why? Thank you. I've asked um, 